Podcast. My name is Sebastian. Jose, guys. How's it going? Not bad. Welcome to the new office. The new office, yeah. yeah. New setup. We decided to change a little bit. Um, we are going to probably build one at the shop. This is next door at my trucking company, but it's a lot quieter, right? Yeah, we definitely. Have people come in. Yeah, the guys around. are working right now. Yeah. And we should definitely, we're going to build one. I, I want to build one up on above the office. So when we see, when we sit down, you're gonna see the the overview, the view of the, the shop, view right? Of the shop, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll do that. But today we're gonna talk about uh, what is a glider kit and why is it a good idea to buy one. Yeah. Uh, we are definitely fans of glider kits, and I think it's gonna be other than the video that we have on our channel, me talking about glider kits. I think it's it's a good topic. Good topic, yeah. To retouch. To retouch and kind of bring up models and. Options, engine options, options yeah. and what's going on with gliders, and what really? Why is it good? Even a good idea to buy one. So, um, anything update as far as the shop? We have. What do we have that happened last week? I wasn't here. I was off. But no, last week I was here. I was yeah. Like two weeks ago I was in here, but I was in Poland. Did you see the cab over video? Yeah, I saw that with the yeah. Scania. Yeah, yeah. I have a video going live. It's going to be about the interior, so it's coming tonight. I don't know when this one's going to publish, probably Friday, so we're so you're going to see the interior of the cab over. I saw, I saw it, yeah. And um, I get a couple more. I got like a walk around engine, so I'm going to edit that and do that. I would have never thought that you would have a double bunk in such a... Like, I know, yeah. That cab, it, look, it looks pretty small. It's it's pretty small, and then you, you have not only that, but some of them have uh, the bed right above the driver on the oh, on, on the on, front side okay. of the truck yeah i think i i saw online they were uh some of the cascadias or something they were coming out with like a three bunk setup and that's that's one of the options like you mentioned yeah yeah that's I right think on you, top of the i think driver. i've seen that yeah uh interesting i don't know why would you have so many drivers in the it, it, yeah if, with team you can pretty much do everything uh but Okay, yeah, well, that's a good that's a good podcast. I have a driver now. He's a dispatcher. I think I'm, I was just thinking about bringing him in on a podcast to talk about like he's got a really decent amount of experience around different types of driving, and I think it would be nice. Like I did a lot of team driving too, so um, that would be a good one. It just just kind of came to my head. But uh, projects as far as um, in the shop finishing up our overhaul which is taking a little longer than we expected but we have another one that we have to do yeah out of frame yeah uh, which is flywheel housing is leaking on that one the front cover is leaking on it and uh we have coolant leaking from the block yeah so it's uh, not overhaul. good not good no uh we are definitely gonna that's gonna sit but i with in between projects and everything that we're doing it's just well, I'm just going to have you focus on that. I'm not going to have you do anything else. We need to whip it out as soon as possible. And um, that's that's not good. But other than that, nothing really crazy as far as customer um, stuff, did we? We had one that had a problem with um, ISX. Was it, what was it, 909? I think he's oh, scrapping yeah, it. Oh, yeah, he had a coolant in the oil. Yeah, he's scrapping yeah. it, right? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, it was 09. It had high mileage, mileage, though. It was like 1,200, I think. Yeah. 
so um that's that's about it so glider kits let's talk about um glider kit why is it a good idea to buy one what is a glider kit can you uh, explain briefly uh, yes yeah, so kit? Uh, a glider kit is you're buying a new chassis new cab uh basically brand new truck without the new engine without uh emissions engine without the driveline yeah drive so line, it's yeah. a hollow body hollow chassis you buy from the manufacturer and it comes uh, with the front axle and then no engine and just cab interior all exactly. that stuff and it's it's it, the manufacturing date is is new so yeah. if you buy one right now it's going to say 2020. uh what they give one year warranty on that on that feature though right I, I, from what i was uh reading yeah depending like on the can, cab right yeah yeah but you can also get additional warranty and then depending on where you're building you okay. get three or, or, or five year I yeah, saw yeah yeah you can buy that obviously but but that's more for like engine and uh drivetrain i believe right? yes yeah so why do why so gliders are so, so why people build gliders then who wants to go with an emissions <laughs> engine who wants to be buying all those uh knock sensors uh everything adds up all those egr coolers egr valves so the purpose of of the Lower glider kits was the so i'll give you a little bit of uh, background here um when you and the, the, that people call it a loophole but it was established a long time ago where they would let you build a new uh, a glider kit buy a glider kit truck uh, and use your old components from your truck so if right. you wrecked it or something happened to it you could have pulled that drivetrain put it into a new chassis and just keep using it right since in engines and transmissions are so expensive that law would allow you to reuse your reuse components it, yeah. um, and that's was that was one of the uh, laws that as we started increasing emission standards in the early 2000s it didn't look as appealing as it in the early 2000s as it did later when we when we started having dpf yeah and the scr because now people start figuring out they started doing their math and they're like oh this scr is gets, gets expensive. expensive yeah yeah so and then um it it, it it's so it's pretty much getting a truck that's a lot more reliable an owner operator could easily invest they were a little bit cheaper now i wouldn't say uh well depending on what trucks what actually you're you looking at yeah. but it's still around one hundred thirty thousand dollars. so it is a little bit cheaper but at the same time it's more about the reliability and the headache free operating yeah. um and as we know the a lot of interest from smaller fleets which we do as well uh, we have a lot of those uh, those gliders and i really wanted to um uh, how should keep, i say this invest growing. more yeah. in in and grow with with gliders the problem is they're on the used market they're holding the prices because now people figured it out yeah. that you know they're um reliable yeah and, and people holding they're holding non holding to the, their trucks just because they don't want to um you know I mean, it's so reliable that you can re. It's even a lot. It makes mo a lot more sense to rebuild, rebuild the it, engine, yeah. and you still know you're, you're not going to have high bills, uh, emissions related yeah. uh, and bills, obviously. And so, so, so what glider kit is? I just kind of want to uh, go back to our topic: is you can buy 
the chassis and so let's talk about first around the chass the the chassis that are available that people build because there there's few manufacturers that we we're not yeah. going to talk about it's more about what what's out there on the market i think the research you can research it but what's available in the market for chassis um uh, give me the, the 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 chassis that i can i can build a glider and then we'll go to the engine okay yeah so they have the peterbilts they have the p388s and the 389s they have the Freiliners, you have the Cascadia, the Columbias, the Coronados, Kenworths, the T800, W900s, and the Western Star also. Yes, the Western Star is, I've, I've, I've Very few. Few, I, yeah, I don't like, personally, I don't like the you body. Don't like them. Yeah, I, I, it, I see why people like them. I, I, I'm, you know, I think they're okay. They're okay. It's more about, you know, obviously out of those, I would say the Coronado is, we have them and I like them. I, I've driven them and I, I think they're very good. Um, they're very comfortable yeah. because of the longer chassis. I, the Pete, Speed is a Pete and then the Kenworths. Um, so, so there's a good variety of chassis that you well, can probably choose Probably that Coronado is probably like, if you're going to be like over the road, that's the one that has the most room. Yeah. Like, like you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sleeper is out good. of all the options out there. I would say yeah. sleeper is the biggest one. Uh, and it's probably because I know the f the Pete's and the Kenworths are more expensive. Expensive, yeah, that's for sure. So if you're looking at a kind of a classic, uh, cool-looking truck, that Coronado is a, is a good solution. Yeah, uh, the W900 is a nice truck. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've been in one before. You, have you noticed how close those, the driver and the passenger yeah, seat are? Yeah, real real yeah, close. Yeah, it is. The Coronado is a lot roomier. It's yeah. wider. Um, the, the, you could question the build quality, but... At the same time, it is what it is. You're, you're, you know, you're not gonna. If you're very careful with the problem with Freightliners, is you take the dash apart, and then it's so hard to put it back it, together. Everything so gets brittle and it starts breaking apart. Yeah, yeah. I've never. Have you have an experience with like disassembling dash at a W900? Or, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Never had uh, any issue of. Does it go back together? Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's definitely. Um, the, the chassis options that you 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 have are are there's pretty much anything everything for anybody like yeah. if you have the specific like you can go with the Cascadia which is great like yeah. we have two of them and they're awesome like uh, uh, I love newer those. body look yeah. yeah and they're they're quieter um, and then Coronados uh, a little bit the ones we have already have a lot of mileage on them but but I they were tight I you know I bought new I bought them new. And they were very comfortable to drive. Yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, the, you're looking at the 400, 500,000 mile mark that things are starting to fall apart Where, and yeah. you just have to kind of be careful. And But as any truck, even well-built truck, if you're not taking care of the interior, it's just going to start looking It's going to start beating up, yeah. yeah. Um, so, all right, so, so you have the chassis. Now you go to the engines. engines. They have a Detroit Caterpillar uh they have the Cummins uh, N14 and the ISX. The ISX, the pre-EGR. Pre-EGR, yeah, correct. Yeah. And I just found that out, too. I didn't know that, to be honest with you. I thought it was I just know. those three. It was the yeah. N14. Detroit, for sure, and Cat. It's C15, I know. Um, the Obviously, 12.7 is what we go with. I did have... I did. I have seen the N14s, actually. As a matter of fact, I know somebody that had them, and I almost bought them, but... Um, what, what, why like didn't you go that route? Since we have so many 12.7s, I want to keep oh. it simple for. Did us. you ever have any experience with the N14? Yeah, like we. I had. I had a day cab, and then we had our tow truck is a. Yeah, the N14. Yeah, yeah. Which it's not putting a lot of mileage, but it's running. Yeah, perfectly. 
it's probably it ha probably has over a million right now right now yeah easy yeah and then the other one i had was a day cap it was a lower mileage never had any issues just use it locally okay um so definitely good engine um but out of those three i didn't know the isx was actually put in but i think there's also also a 14 liter pre-gr uh, detroit yeah, available right there is somebody else somebody else is building them on freightliner chassis with are they in cascade no they're in uh, coronados coronados yeah um i don't know if you could spec it with a cascade though. i don't think we i don't really know why would you but I'm, I'm sure you could yeah i don't see why not i mean the only thing would be just the oem harness that's the oem harness and the engine harness configuration everything else should fit yeah that shouldn't be an issue yeah so it's definitely uh there are options there's other manufacturers that build them with only c15s right C15s, yeah i haven't seen to be honest with you a lot of c15s um i know they're out there and i know the you know pete with a c15 ladder is a desirable yeah truck which i understand but um i i think those three the n14 12.7 and uh, um c15 is the most common one and you would definitely pick the detroit right what's your uh one after that which one i would i would do the detroit and then to be honest with you i would have to test out the canwars i i, I like the, the like it, it, it depends like i always think like for myself or for the fleet right like yeah. it's like like for myself i would probably restore an older truck i you know um i if i was gonna hop back into trucking and just uh i would really like customize something older um but if i was gonna go with the glider it would probably be the kenward um for your I, personal use yeah, right? yeah yeah i do like the coronados and again it depends on like what kind of work i would uh, want to pick and what, what i would want to do but otr co-looking affordable uh reliable coronado 12.7 yeah. is it's like you can make him cool look really cool um but the same thing with pete and kenward so it's just you know um so why is it a good idea to buy one what so so well let, 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 let's maybe go back a little so i i told you that when you're supplying uh, when i mentioned that you know you take your drivetrain and you put it in the truck that was uh, in a new chassis that you got then you would have to provide the transmission and, and the, the rear ends and right. the rear ends right and then so then uh when you had uh builders if you went to buy a glider kit, then it kind of um, changed into, okay, I want to buy the glider kit, but I really don't have those components. What do I do, right? And yeah. then now the the bill is like, okay, we'll just provide it for you. Yeah, we right? have. You just we, buy we'll the transmission this. from me from from us and buy the engine from us. We already have it rebuilt. Yeah, we have it in stock. So yeah. It's not all. And then everybody picked up on it, and fleet started building it like crazy because yeah. uh, there are fleets that buy them. In hundreds, and the limit right now is three hundred per yeah. builder, and that's and that's what's that's what actually, you know, choked pretty significantly the entire industry because I one of the builders was building in thousands, and all of a sudden they they, they were limited downsized down to three hundred, yeah. which is three hundred in the whole year. That's yeah, nothing. That's one. That's one order for one fleet. You know. Yeah. It's it's so. But the, what's the negative side of uh, glider kits? Why why are we limiting 
the production and why the previous administration was so strict about limiting even get getting rid of the entire um, glider kit let's go loophole <laughs> um, I would say they aren't ha- they aren't making enough money on the sensors no no sensors are being sold emission related emission related yeah <clears throat> well so so no DF fluid is being sold with the gliders so there's a, you know that that's being uh, cut down well, do you, do you think it's more what don't you think it's more about yeah i mean I, I i agree to some extent i think it's more about the narrative of pollution and how you know how trucks pollute the air versus new emissions that are so strict but at the same time it creates such high unreliability in those that the turnover is a lot yeah. quicker fleets just dump trucks all the time so you all of a sudden have a lot more used trucks that the price reflect it's reflected in prices too like look at the emissions 2015-16 trucks they're they're cheaper than gliders right and yeah the gliders are are expensive because there's a demand for it. people want them and they're reliable there's so many trucks to choose from right now yeah definitely we are in the slower market obviously and there's a lot more used trucks on the on the market but still even 2018 when i was looking at the market there was still a ton of trucks you know so the, the fleets dump them a lot quicker and i don't know i'm not an expert in this i think I look at more reliability in the lifetime of a truck. Yeah, longevity. Than I'll dump it after 300,000 miles. 300,000, yeah. Well, I would say, well, like we mentioned before, like the fleets, they like to get rid of their trucks at five, before the uh, warranty is over 500,000 yeah. or 300,000. Well, three, a lot of them, three. If, they, look, if they see five, <clears throat> like, no, they're like, no, it's too, too close to the. Yeah. But it's, you know, I, if you're a small fleet, and small, I mean between 10 uh, or one, to 100 300 trucks um then you really have to watch your cost you know the, the yeah. big guys um you know the more f- trucks you have the better deals you can get you can make and if you're really like maintenance is a very important part of your pnl if if you're looking at if you're comparing one to one it's like it's a lot cheaper to maintain those those gliders all oh, the costs yeah. drops significantly that's why they're starting starting to get so popular and um i i wish they took the the limit off i think it's you know just if the emissions of the new trucks are so unreliable it's so hard for a small guy to 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 be in the business you know it's like it's like having the yeah, we'll fix it just on warranty, but well, not only it's expensive, but now I don't have a truck because you're fixing it for two, exactly. three weeks, you know, and then the diagnostics and the, then you come back again and the unreliably I've experienced that per- personally and it's, it, well, go rent a truck. Yeah. Know, it's, it's additional cost, <laughs> you know? Yeah. On already sl- low rate. Well, like we've seen uh, with the whole emissions, the cold weather is affecting the whole DF. Yeah. Um, also, we've had some drivers, one of our uh, big accounts, he brings his trucks Oh, the truck isn't regening. Well, there's no DEF in the truck. Yeah. How's it supposed to run the regen? Yeah. And it derated on him. Yeah. Yeah. Driver errors, obviously. Again, it's like the overall, you know, just being accountable for what you're doing behind the wheel that goes to the driver, but also the owners Owner. providing the help for them to to learn, making making sure 
you know, if somebody doesn't know what they're driving, just make sure you communicate well enough about, hey, this truck is a mission truck. Make sure you, you know, you're prepped. So many miles to put in some DF yeah. or keep an eye on this gauge. And especially the, the you know, going <clears throat> lower than the fourth, uh, fourth the quarter yeah. uh, in DF, it's like super important. Yeah. And I've mentioned that before in previous videos because, because of many reasons, but now we switch to emissions. But ultimately, why is it such a good idea to buy one? It is because it's a lot less expensive to run a, a glider kit. And frankly, I the, what I've observed is uh, I've you know I have owners asking me a lot, you know, what trucks to buy, and I always tell them buy gliders. Glider, yeah. Like don't, that's just pick from gliders whatever you want, and and it's 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 simple as that. But what I found they're doing is they're attracted by the lower price of the emission truck, right? Not knowing what it's gonna cost them yeah. to fix or what money they have to add on um, later on. And it's been on and on the same thing I've been seeing. We sit down, we talk, they listen to our videos, podcasts, we talk, they see my fleet, cause it's like, like just watch what I do, yeah. you know? And, and they, and then all of a sudden they show up with a with an emission truck, right? And I'm like, okay, I'll respect that decision, but just make sure you understand what you're getting yourself into and that you're going to have bills. Yeah, definitely. And how many times we had guys buy trucks and all of a sudden he's spending the same amount, if not more, on, on fixing all the issues that the On the toll bills. Yeah, and, and, and the toll bills, plus, plus the toll bills, yeah. So, yeah, I think we touched on many different things that, you know, are about glider kits that are important. And what are you? What else would you want to add? I think we got chassis, drivetrains. Is there anything else? Engines. Um, overall, I mean, if you want to avoid those toll bills, glider, glider is the way to go. Mm -hmm. And we know those toll bills add up real quick. Well, and and at, uh, and plus, if you go down with a glider in Nebraska you're going to get it fixed like quicker than than a new truck. Emission, yeah. Right. Especially I remember having issues somewhere in the middle of the states and then there's no dealership anywhere. Okay. Right. And try to pull it into a shop that doesn't really know how to diag. They don't they don't have the equipment. And so they're just shooting blank you're trying to figure parts at it, yeah, yeah. Trying to figure it out. Oh, we have to order parts the yeah. dealer you is. You got to wait 2 days or yeah. Whatever the case is. And yeah. that's downtime, and that's co obviously costing you more. Not only the parts that are thrown at it, but the downtime. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all going to add up. Yeah. So definitely fans of gliders, uh, I think we should uh, shoot more videos around the gliders we have. I feel like what would be beneficial, and you guys can comment under the video or let us know, but I would want to bring up our repair bills for some of our gliders and okay. kind of show what we've because we've had them for years like what we what we've done and i would want to say i would compare it to an emission truck but we don't have any emission trucks that are newer like 2014 15 16. so no unless we could pull records from one of our customers and uh, we'll figure it out but i i think it would be interesting to kind of show you know what the what's the maintenance on on a comparable yeah. year glider. Yeah, that'd be a, a definitely a good comparison for them. Versus, yeah. And then also you can maybe just do a quick walk around on one of the Cascadia's yeah. hop the hood. This is what a 12.7 in a Cascadia looks like. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to add? 
Um, what what are we gonna be doing next? Uh, some basic set set of hand tools that yeah the next episode is coming out it's going to be around basic uh, basic tools uh for drivers and owners right. so like intermediate and advanced kind of knowledge or like what is what is it good for you to carry in the truck yeah. um and that's also see you know on if you're running an older truck versus a newer truck do i want to have a computer with me if i'm advanced and i can diag my own truck and you know run yeah. Well, they also sell some uh, cheap uh, diags for like five hundred bucks. I mean, it's on the cheaper side comparing compared to, to buying like computer. a purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, are, there, are, there. Are, I mean, that's. Uh, I think we got enough. I think we should definitely um, touch more around glider kids in the future and do uh, some more content around that. So give us feedback. Uh, let us know in the comments. Uh, Thank you for listening, share, subscribe, and talk to you soon.